Welcome back to Probably About Politics. This episode, a very special episode, our first ever interview with a mayor of a Canadian city. Look, we went big. Some people, well, I guess I interview Kaylee every episode, (laughs) Um, but Kaylee's first interview and my interview of somebody who's not Kaylee. Yeah, I, I like to start off my first interviews by, you know, going for the head honchos places of power i know that you like to warm up with (laughs) smaller fish (laughs) um so this is is the first episode in a new series that we're thinking of doing and that we are doing on local politics and how to get involved with your own municipality your own city town village wherever you are what you can do to take your love of politics or really what we'll learn about your love of just those people around you and where you live and how to get involved in your own community and kind of some concrete steps towards doing that. And to do that, since Kaylee and I are not politicians uh, and we are not city councillors, we're not mayors, we're not uh, school board trustees, um, we'll be doing a series of interviews with mayors, city councillors, school board trustees, um, local volunteers, people who maybe just, if you volunteer at a voting station, that counts. If you shovel the sidewalk in front of your house, that counts as politics. You are part of the machine. Oh, yeah. That's what we're going to learn. And I think it's a a really exciting opportunity for us. I think we got a lot of feedback when we were introducing how to vote and what it means to participate in that and how that process works, that that was like really illuminating. And I think this is a great chance to like illuminate another area that's a little bit of a black box, a little mysterious. Yeah. Sometimes you, you go to the ballot box and there are names on the sheet of paper that you tick off but how do they get there and whose names are they and why do these people run and yeah how can you do that and how can we encourage more people to do that of different backgrounds sometimes you're walking to your toronto polling place and while you're walking there googling the names that you've realized are on the ballot (laughs) and you know (laughs) let's learn about what those names mean and why they decided to run exactly so to give a bit of background on today's interview, it is with uh, Rebecca Alti, the newly minted mayor of Yellowknife, the capital of the Northwest Territories in northern mm-hmm. Canada. Um, she is a two-time city councillor uh, for three years of each term, and she has now been mayor for about a month there. Sounded like a busy month, but about a month. <laughs> yes, a very busy month. You will hear about how uh, as soon as you get sworn in you talk about a budget and (laughs) that is what some people would not want to do and that's i think what turns a lot of people off politics is Mm -hmm. wow what do i have to do as soon as i get elected and i don't know anything about this (laughs) but this interview i think is going to show how it's not necessarily as daunting as it seems and you're not expected to know everything going in and how you can you're you're elected for a term because you get better throughout <laughs> you're not yeah. going to be perfect in your first year and that's why you get a second year and a third year and a fourth year sometimes and it sounds and like a lot of the time you realize these are issues you cared about that you had thoughts on before exactly one of my favorite parts of the interview to come is how we talk about how everything is politics around us and not not just uh, as what we normally talk about on the show as kind of the huge overarching uh, international policy decisions and running for president or prime minister and whether or not you're making these budgets worth tens and tens of hundreds of billions of dollars and whether or not you're going to wage war uh, but it's at a municipal level politics 
is really, as we'll hear about, um, is, you know, sidewalks and Mm -hmm. helping your neighbor and helping and making and bringing a community together, which I think really harkens back to the, you know, the start of politics, which we talked about this summer being really small cities in how we talked about it in Greece, uh, getting (laughs) together these, you know, few thousand people who know each other and making decisions that affect everybody. And I, I think look out for those themes and what we talk about and see how they ring true in your own in your own experiences. But like, let's dive in. It's a it's a pretty great interview, if I do say so myself. Uh, so without further ado, here is Rebecca Alti, the mayor of Yellowknife, the capital of the Northwest Territories. Hi, Rebecca. Thanks for joining us today at Probably About Politics. No problem. Thanks for inviting me. Rebecca is the recently new mayor of Yellowknife in the Northwest Territories. She is a two-time city councillor and now a new mayor. So right off the bat, uh, I think a simple question would be, when did you start getting involved in local politics? And for Kaylee and I, being in our mid-20s, would we be starting too late to get involved now? Yeah, good question. You know, I always think uh, politics is this interesting word that almost makes people scared because it's, you know, people are like, oh, I'm not into politics. And then they talk about how they want a sidewalk to be bigger. And I'm like, that's politics. <laughs> um, and so I think we have this, and same with the term leader, you know, like when did you become a leader? And people think of when they were promoted from frontline employee to supervisor where I'm like, you know, I got a little sister when I was five and that's when I became a leader. So back in 2012, a friend uh, asked me to be her campaign manager because she was interested in running for city council. And I had, you know, my background in communications, working at the GN- or government of the Northwest Territories at the time. So she needed some communications help. And I was like, sure, I'd love to help. I had known nothing about how to, we'd run for a municipal election. And so they were, they happened to be offering a course and about uh, campaigning for, for women. And uh, so I went and, you know, there was about about 10 women in the course and went around the room and introduced ourselves and it was all, you know, I'm here to help, I'm here to help, I'm here to help, but nobody was putting up their hand and saying, I'm here to learn so I can run. So they kind of reflected on that and like, why isn't anybody running? And, you know, at the time I just started a new job. I was like, oh, you know, so busy with life. And they just feel like, you're never going to not be busy. We always just fill our time with something as, you know, those certain types of people and um and so when i saw some of the candidates putting their name forward i i felt like there needed to be uh more more candidates and so i threw my name in the hat and got elected and then uh after doing a term really enjoyed it ran again and then this time uh our our former mayor decided not to run and so then people started asking me whether i was considering running for mayor and I'd never really put too much thought into it. I was enjoying my daytime job because in the nice counselors are part-time. But yeah, then stopping and thinking of how I really love my, my community and I love the work and getting to engage with the various governments, which in Yellowknife is the indigenous governments and the government of the Northwest Territories and the federal government to really make our community the best it can be. So and it, I love variety, so it it definitely uh, works for me being able to talk about, you know, yesterday was pools and fire hall and budget, and so there's never a dull moment, that's for sure. 
But yeah, on your question on whether you're too old, too young, I think any time is if you're, especially at the municipal level, passionate about, you know, how the pool is being run, how your sidewalk looks, um, what's happening at the the solid waste facility or the dump, as we say, um, then, you know, throw your name in and you learn a lot and there's tons of files that, you know, you're reading it and you're like, well, this isn't exactly what I thought it would be, but I'm really interested in this subject. So, yeah. Yeah. So you, you touched a little bit on, there was a specific course in Yellowknife for women getting involved with politics. Uh, yeah. With the city council in Yellowknife being uh, pretty diverse following this recent election, who would you like to see getting more involved? Is there more young people that could get involved? Is there different groups in Yellowknife that could get more involved? And are there any other courses like this or where could these individuals go that are looking to get involved start? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I've definitely seen an increase in women. So the first year I ran, there was two of the nine of us and then three of the nine of us in this uh, my second term and now. There's four of the nine of us that are women. So there is now in Yellowknife an annual course for women. But, yeah, whether that needs to be opened up to other groups to to make our council more diverse, I think that is a a good question and something we could follow up on. And and I would also say this council has been the council with the most councillors who have young families. So the first time I think there was three of the nine had families this time I think six of the nine so almost like a flip so sometimes we feel diverse but you know when you stop and think about it we're actually representing um sometimes we may look diverse but we all have the same background so yeah Yeah. I, I do think there's still a lot of room to increase our diversity um I was wondering, what do you think maybe could be done in the experience of working in local politics to make it more accessible to those groups? Is there anything else that you think could make it easier? I mean, you were saying young families, I guess, like hours or stuff like that. Could anything like that make it easier, in your opinion? Yeah, and I think uh, the municipal, because everybody's kind of celebrating, especially here in the Northwest Territories, the night I got elected, of the six uh, cities, towns, and villages that were having elections for... Um, elected women and so it's like yay we've got all these women in politics but really it's just at the municipal level where we get to we're in our communities more so it's easier to have a family versus when you get to the territorial and federal level so there's always yeah trying to see what the barriers are for people Um, and so I think at the municipal level regarding families there's not as much of a barrier but when I think of language and if English isn't your first language or you don't feel uh, proficient in expressing yourself because it's a lot of public speaking at our meetings and so that I think could be a barrier for for some people and what can we do to address that I think that's um, a question I started grappling with as I went door to door this past uh, campaign and I went to more and more houses where nobody in the house spoke English and Mm -hmm. so it just got me thinking of how we just finished consulting on the pool, and I'm sure nobody in this household provided feedback on it because our material is in English. Um, so, you know, and, it, and it's tough as a, a small town to provide language services for all the various, but I think, yeah, starting to think about it and just realize that there's barriers and start working on those is, is an important first step. Yeah, I think when I was researching Yellowknife a little bit, I saw that there was something like, 
five official different languages and 11 regional languages in the area that are very commonly spoken? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the territorial level, we have 11 official languages. Yeah. Uh, so English, French, plus nine indigenous languages. Mm-hmm. And then when you really look at our, our community, um, Tagalog is, we've got a ton of speakers, as well as Arabic and um, so a growing number of uh, Chinese first and only language. So, yeah, I think as we become more and more multicultural, being able to provide those services will be important. So touching on that as well with obviously this uh, multicultural aspect to Yellowknife, um, and from looking at your Instagram feed, uh, it would seem like uh, the process of campaigning can be uh, quite grueling and uh, daunting potentially to somebody who's getting involved. Um, in your experience of your specific campaign from when you decided to become mayor, uh, what were some of the pros and cons of your campaigning experience? And uh, what were some of your, uh, what you think to be keys to success to your campaign? For sure. And I think um, to start off on the keys to success, so being born and raised in Yellowknife and such an active community member, as well as having jobs where I engaged with a wide variety of people, I think was a big advantage. So I'm not starting from scratch being like, who is this Rebecca Alti? Um, versus other candidates who perhaps haven't had a the broad range of volunteer opportunities, perhaps have been really strong, but only in track and field. Or um, So I think if you're trying to campaign and get the whole community to know you in six weeks would be pretty daunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tell candidates, you know, if you start thinking about it a year ahead, you can start getting more involved and really reach out to those various different groups to get to know more and more people. Um, but it's definitely, it well, particularly with mayor, um, long hours of, you know, meeting with people during the day and then doing about two hours of door-to-door and then coming home and responding to emails. And um, But I guess it kind of gets you used to what you're about to jump into, which is, you know, working 8.30 to 5 and then being invited to community events and, and stuff like that. So it, uh, I am an extrovert, but on the cusp of introvert. So sometimes it is kind of just a reminder to, to check myself and make sure that I'm having enough time at home alone, recharging. Yeah. So I think it's it's that importance of knowing what recharges you and making sure you do a bit of that on the campaign trail as well. So we were kind of when we looked at your campaign website, we noticed like that there was like kind of a wide array of issues that sort of came up. And in a lot of our in some of our past episodes, we've been focusing a lot on on voting and participating in politics. And I know that. At the local level, a lot of times participation can be quite low. I guess for you at in Yellowknife, what would be uh, importance of voting in local elections there? And then maybe if you have opinions more broadly, you can speak to that as well. Yeah, I think, um, well, I'm definitely one that supports voting in every every level. But um, we had a, a pretty good turnout this year, as well as back in 2015. And so in 2015, our municipal election was held on the same day as the federal election, and I know people were um, really passionate to, to get out and vote then, and so I didn't know if we'd have the same voter turnout for this time, but we did, and so that was great to see, and um, there's always kind of this joke about municipal level is the one level that you would 
notice they're on strike because you're not getting your garbage picked up, that's water and sewer, the, the local pool and arena would be shut down, and at the federal government, the CRA is not going to come and find you. Um, so it is quite a, a level that impacts residents on a day-to-day basis. So I do think it's important that you take a bit of time to, to get to know who's running and then make sure that they're the representative that you want, especially, you know, when it comes budget time, do they have the same priorities as you? Because that's going to affect service delivery for the next year. And, you know, if they don't support arenas and they cut that budget, that's going to have an impact on you if, if you're a big hockey family. So, yeah, really taking a bit of time to, to just, um, you know, again, that I'm not political idea mm-hmm. is sometimes just, just tell somebody, you know, what's, what are some of the things that you like to do on a day-to-day basis and, and make sure they're aligned on that too. So you, you speak quite fondly, it seems, of city councillors in general. Uh, <laughs> and it seems like you really did enjoy being a city councillor. Uh, and now as mayor, can you maybe speak to, firstly, uh, something that was maybe rewarding about your experience as city councillor and what you enjoyed with that? And how potentially after that the transition to mayor has been for you, and what the job's been like so far, and how maybe mm. that's different than the councillorship. Yeah, for sure. So I guess to start off on the differences between the council and mayor. So again, council here is part time. So I always found that you know you're you're doing the best you can, but you've got a day job, working forty, sixty hours a week, and then on top of that, you're trying to do your best at council. So sometimes I felt like I couldn't get into the issues as much as I wanted to and, and dig and advance them um, versus now mayor and it's my full-time job and I'm able to, to really dedicate my time to advancing those issues. So that's something I've enjoyed. Um, a recent change for us here in Yellowknife is the mayor is now a voting mayor. So before the mayor just chaired the meetings and didn't really get to weigh in on the issues and cast a vote. So it's been really good to be able to still provide um, my feedback and what I'm hearing in the community and kind of influence decisions by making changes to motions and stuff for projects. Um, I think the other, the interesting thing that I learned on council is, you know, you get into, you know, you run the first time and you think this is what I'm passionate about and then um, you get in and you're dealing with all these broad range from public works to planning and lands and building codes and new pools and stuff. And um, so, yeah, you just all of a sudden realize that you maybe have an interest in something that you didn't know. And I didn't know I was passionate about the solid waste facility. And <laughs> I guess I always knew that I, I loved recycling and composting and stuff. But, yeah, that's an area that I, I always enjoy discussing. And, um, and same with building bylaws and zoning bylaws and, what an impact it can have on on kind of a make or break of the community. So, but not stuff that I I ran on in my first term. But then getting into it and realizing um, what an interesting field they are. Just speaking to the changes in uh, the mayorship in Yellowknife. So I see that uh, there's a referendum held to change from a three to a four year term. And you speaking on the change in the position to now be a voting mayor. Do you have any idea what has kind of spurred this uh, change in Yellowknife and why it seems like the mayor is becoming a more active part maybe of city council? Yeah, it was, uh, I think, um, 
our during our last term, we looked to review and revise our council procedures bylaw. Um, so in that, it talks about the term of council and whether mayors can vote. And so just looking at, um, I think the last time we probably reviewed it was 80s, 90s. So it was kind of in need of an overhaul. And so that's the new common practice for for municipalities and mayors voting. And, and then in regards to the term, that's also something where municipalities have looked to change from three years to four years. And I was... I was happy to see that voters supported a four-year term because we do think we've got that one extra year to, to get stuff done. And three years just flies by, especially for first-time councillors. Like, we got um, sworn into office at the beginning of November. We got sworn in at noon at 1 p.m. We get the budget presented, so it's like, boom, let's go. Let's get uh, the budget approved in the next six weeks, and that's basically our, our marching order for 2019. So... And then, you know, the next time you go to budget, you're a bit better and all that stuff. So by the time you're at your fourth budget, I think um, you're definitely understanding it more. And so I do think there's that continuity that we'll be able to, to get more stuff done, too, from administration not having to go through all the changes, kind of getting councils up to speed on files. So um, so you kind of touched on it, and we know that you've only, you're only a month or so in now, but so what... What are but what are you most excited about that you're working on now that you're mayor? Like, what have you already started on things from your campaign or anything like that? Yeah, I think the one thing that's been exciting is uh, developing a better relationship with the other communities in the Northwest Territories and really finding those common areas of interest and how can we work together to advance them? Because I think we have been, you know, just kind of working in our little silos and. So I got to meet with the mayor of Anuvik and Hay River and Fort Smith and the chief of Bechico and the chiefs of the Yellowknife Dene First Nation. And um, so really being able to, we've got a lot of the same uh, concerns and want to advance stuff. So let's work together so that we're not all going off in a hundred different directions. So I've really enjoyed that. And um, now we're in the budget. So we'll get to, you really get to see, um, the priorities of the new councillors, I find, during budget session. And then in January, we'll start our strategic planning session, so also trying to, to work to get um, the right person in place to lead us through that, that process. This has been uh, really great to hear, uh, especially compared to our normal episodes on national politics around the world, which are often quite divisive. Uh, but mm-hmm. to hear uh, this... Uh, municipal side of things, especially in um, a part of Canada that I think many Canadians um, don't uh, give a lot of thought sometimes. Uh, yeah. This has been a really great um, eye-opener uh, for us to see, um, especially how things work at a municipal level. And I think yeah. our listeners will be uh, very pleased at some of the some of the, the concrete tips that you've given about um, moving from kind of thinking only about municipal elections as city councillors, and also here we have uh, many other kind of um, non-traditional uh, people would think roles as uh, school board councillors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh yeah, school board is definitely one where I find it's um, people don't think of it, but it's it's really the the ones that are creating the policy decisions for education and school, and so you know we put a lot of um, we really put the Minister of Education on a pedestal, but these school board trustees are so powerful and, and we just don't see 
a lot of people running for those positions. So that's, that is actually unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but, so we'd like to thank you and I'm sure our listeners will be very happy uh, to hear uh, from you. And do you have any um, social media outlets that if they have any questions for you, would like to contact you uh, that they can reach you at? For sure. Uh, my Instagram account, which is like uh, RLT2018, I think, and uh, as well as my Facebook page. So feel free to message. I'd be happy to answer questions. Or mayor at yellowknife.ca. That was mayor of Yellowknife, Rebecca Alty, with Probably About Politics. Yeah. For our first episode of our new series. What a wonderfully qualified and detailed interview that was. It was very good. It's very exciting. I think hearing her speak about her experiences as city councillor and what prompted her to get involved with taking that course and seeing how other people want to help Mm -hmm. but don't feel comfortable stepping up, um, I think really resonated uh, with me and will probably uh, hit home for a number of our viewers. Uh, As well as uh, her explanation of Mm -hmm. what she thinks is leadership and how it doesn't... Leadership is not when somebody tells you you're a leader. Yeah. It's when you feel like you are a leader because you have to do something. Um, so take from that what you will. But. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, yeah, that's the big message. One of the, at least certainly one of the big messages to take away. Cause she really, she gave us a lot to, I think a lot of us, a lot of stuff to think about now and like consider I, yeah, I love for me. I really like the, the part we talked about it in the intro. Cause I think it made us both excited to like reconnect to the idea of like, participating in the political system as being about like trying to build a better community like that's in theory what it is and i think if for me like it's like yeah everybody's coming together to build a stronger community but i think even when we are covering our international uh, the the national elections in other countries or international situations like i think it'd be useful to like remember that it should still be about like how can we build the better communities and reassuring that at the Oh, ripe yes. old age of 24 we're not too old to get involved uh and really at the municipal level yeah. uh, apparently nobody is too old you can do it whenever you want from uh rebecca's yeah. explanation she is <laughs> quite young uh but for anybody who's looking to get involved if you're 16 or 60 uh either <laughs> yeah, wait a couple uh, years or go I think do it like, now <laughs> not to understand that it she she did make it clear like there's a lot of work to do and there you have to be like on the ball and like clearly yeah. as as i think you can tell from listening to like know your stuff and and be enthusiastic about like learning and engaging new voices and people but um but like that's still something that you have the capabilities of doing there's not a huge i think necessarily barrier to entry if you're you know a pretty open-minded sort of willing to work hard person yeah I agree with that. And speaking of things that are a lot of work, uh, <laughs> Truly. running a podcast takes a long time out of our out of our days. And if you <laughs> like probably about politics and you care about hearing more of this and hearing it more often uh, <laughs> or having it available online to listen to, uh, yes. we are selling more sweaters, uh, more merchandise available from Kaylee or I. Uh, you can send us an email at mm-hmm. probablyaboutpolitics at gmail.com to order a sweater they're $30 Uh, this go round you can find pictures of them on our uh, Twitter feed at probpolitics of a bunch of people wearing sweaters from last year's run Uh, reviews are phenomenal I heard somebody say it was the greatest sweater uh, in the history of the world the other day (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it was me. But you know what? I'm a trustworthy guy. People come <laughs> on here and they listen to what I say. And what I'm telling you right now is that it's an yeah, excellent Yeah, and uh, it's an look, it's a garment. cool club to be a part of. It's not the world's biggest club, but, you know, it's growing. What we're talking about this week is local municipal grassroots participation. And you can participate in a select few people who have these sweaters. Um, and if you're not ready to grab to grab a sweater yet, why don't you go ahead and check us out on our new platforms on iTunes and on Spotify. We're there, and also iTunes now has us uh, on a bunch of different uh, podcast apps. So if I know you're listening to us here, wherever you are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud, but if you want somewhere else, check us out on your favorite podcast app. We might be there because yeah. we are platforms, indexed platforms, in a lot platforms. of other places. Now. We got them. <laughs> that's what that's what people are telling us with all these platforms <laughs> we're about 20 feet in the air at this Ooh, point and the jokes they're getting better <laughs> yeah that's what the money goes towards from the sweaters <laughs> is classes uh to learn to learn when to stop and speaking of stopping that's it for our first episode of our new series on local politics uh, so go ahead and follow us on all the socials. Uh, and if you have any questions for the mayor herself, uh, as she said, you can get a hold of her on her Instagram, ralti2018, or send her an email Yeah, uh, and at mayor at yellowknife.ca. And if you liked this, like this is our first time doing this sort of format, this new idea, and we're really excited about it. But if you liked it, tell us about how you liked it. <laughs> And if you have anybody you want us to interview, yeah. tweet at us at ProbPolitics. Let us know. Maybe tag the person as well. Yeah. And uh, let them know that we are open for business. Okay. I think so. So thank you for listening to Probably About Politics. And we will see you next time with another interview from a local politician. <laughs>